Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Boggy Talk is recorded on Boggy Bayou in Niceville, Florida, and is hosted by Justin Wyatt and James Ross, pastors at Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith and life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. This podcast digs in to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy and bog us down. So let's dive in. Well, Happy New Year and welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you're doing well. Hope your 2022 is off to an incredible, best ever, epically awesome start. Speaking of epically awesome... James Ross, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> wow, thanks, Justin. It gets better every time. Twenty twenty two. That sounds so much better than twenty twenty one. Yeah, but twenty twenty sounded the coolest, and it was not the coolest. It was so. definitely not the coolest by far. <laughs> Can you believe it's almost been two years since all that started? It, all it, this started. It, I guess at times it feels like two years, and at times it feels like twenty, and at uh-huh. times it feels like two, two months. Days, yeah, like yeah. I'm just like, goodness gracious! But hey, uh, we we made it. Lord will, and we're here, and uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's a new year. But it's a new year, yeah. So uh, as we get started on new Boggy year, Talk, new you. That's right, new year, new you. You change on January seventeen 1st. steps to yes. a yes. better twenty twenty two. That's our uh, new sermon series. That's right. Seven. Yeah. It'll be seventeen weeks. Uh, we're not gonna go through the Book of Mark. We're just gonna <laughs> uh, basically reference some self help tools. Uh, to, to just help that's, people. That's that's hitting too close to home and in, 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 in some in church world. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Hey, that's not what we're doing. Uh, we are because, not. Yeah. So we are doing a kind of New Year series. A New though. Year series. Yeah, we are kicking off this uh, new series uh, ne- this coming Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yes. what's the title? Yeah. <laughs> it's it is uh, New Year, same truth. That's so, a very James Ross uh, sermon. It is like <laughs> New Year's same truth. It's the same truth, people. I can I get almost. I mean, you like, too. I just get to say it more, you know. So, yeah, yeah, but it is like you know we we as we talked about and prayed about it and just planning. It's like you know every church. You know, it's it is cool. Yeah, you. you you capture the momentum of the yeah. season and mm-hmm. it is. And people mm-hmm. this time of year, we're thinking like, how do we want to be different and how do we want to change? And we're right. looking back right. and we're looking ahead and that's what we're going to do today on Boggy Talk, but specific to Sunday, uh, there's always, I think what's funny to me, it's like we try to package uh, the new year as if there's some new revolutionary idea that's actually going to yeah. change us. There's like, here's four steps to a new, new, better you, new and improved you. Uh-huh. It's 2021, 2.0. Like, like now 2022 is just going to improve on like, no, like, mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, You're not an Apple operating system. That's right. We just don't download uh, the, the latest <laughs> iOS and like, and all of a sudden we're, you know, better. It's really um, leaning into trusting and re-engaging the same truth that's been the truth uh, since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be, as we go through, uh, you know, Mark 9, there's really, and 10, there's just some awesome truths uh, in there. Uh, This week, for example, we're starting with, uh, you know, sometimes all you can do is pray. Mm. And I think that's, you know, I mean, it's just interesting how if you're thinking about, hey, you know, New Year, or you know somebody who's thinking about New Year, uh, and really that's causing them to evaluate their life because uh, you look back, you know, around this time of year and then, uh, which we're going to do in just a second. Yeah. And you look forward, like we're going to just talk about these things that, you know, man, they're just so important and they've always been important. And so, uh, yeah, I would encourage you to come and uh, check it out. Uh, you know, if you're just watching online right now, that's fine too. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say that's fine, but we uh, welcome yeah. you, you know, to yeah. do that and 
then eventually plug in. But you know, and just for reference, like when you say that title, like all you have to do is pray. All you all you can do is pray. We're not saying sometimes. Like, there's sometimes. Yeah, there, sometimes. Sometimes all you, all you can do is pray. Like that's that's true in a lot of situations. Like it's really out of our hands. But what we're not talking about is like when you ask, so like, hey, there's this great need in in the church, the yeah. community, and people are like, yeah, I'll pray about that. That, that's not the all. You, sometimes all you can do is pray. No, you that, that usually just means no, you're not. And Are you're you gonna really? say no. That's just the spiritual way of yeah. saying I'll get back to you by not getting back to you. Yeah, that's right. And but I anyway. sound very Christiany. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's look back and let's, let's look, look back. ahead. Yeah. So hey, we're so, looking back at 2021. Yes. So I came up with some lists. Some of these are objective. You came up with lists. Some of those are not objective. <laughs> so what uh, kind of list you got there, so buddy? So first, uh, I thought this would be interesting to share the four. Most downloaded songs of 2021. Oh, wow. Are you ready? I have no clue what these are okay. going to be because... Uh, you, I'll go from four to one. You ready? Right, Number four. And the only one I've heard of, <laughs> Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Ah, oh, Blinding Lights. I Weeknd. like that song. Yeah, you know. I think the Super Bowl made it more downloaded. Is yeah, part probably of it. so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He mm-hmm. did the Super Bowl and it was kind of weird. But yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he had the diaper head. And yeah, the it was face. super yeah. weird. Yeah, it was but weird. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Yeah, super talented, talented, super, super talented. talented, a little no, weird, super talented. Number three, again, I don't know what the song is about, so don't judge me. Positions by Ariana Grande. <laughs> oh, Ariana, man. Speaking of talented. I but, like how you talk about her. Like, uh, for, oh, uh, you my know, girl, Ariana. Uh, you know, she's so ridiculously, there's there's this, and I forget what late night show she was on at one point. There's, a, you can YouTube it. And she does impressions of all these other singers. Oh, really? And they are spot on. Like, yeah. this, she's incredibly talented. I don't, like her music's usually not great. Like, yeah. In, in, Personally, you know, like it's usually just about stuff that you're like, eh, yeah, and skip. But she's very, you're a talented girl. Number two, haven't heard of this song or this person, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, yeah, it's annoying. Like, even like it was like super popular. Yeah. Or like maybe in April or May. And, to, and it played all the time. Like, when the yeah. we listened here, here in the car, and our kids were like, turn this song off. It's oh, so wow. annoying. Wow. It's basically like, it's like teenage. That's weird. It was on Caleb like because you no. never listen to Caleb. <laughs> no, I don't I, understand. No way. Uh, it's it's actually like a teenage stalker song. Like basically, it's like I remember just typing like this. Is so dumb. Like she's like, I keep driving. I got my driver's license. I'm driving by your house and remembering how you don't remember me. And it's like, just move on. Like, yeah, you're better than that. It's a terrible okay. Song. And number one. Come on, come on, come on. What is it? That probably didn't sound very good on the podcast. Is Dynamite by BTS. Dynamite. I don't, I know BTS, but I can't sing that song. There is, yeah. What was your favorite song of 2021? Uh, My favorite song of 20. You know what mine is? Come on. Best song that came out in 2021? What? Levitating. Levitating. By Dua Lipa, you um, know? I don't yeah, know. Whoever else is I Are you know. serious? I oh, my know. goodness. I mean, I probably like, so I'm really bad with song like titles. Up. Come on, baby. Put some. Okay, yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm really bad with song titles and artist names. Uh, my favorite song, the song that I listen to a lot into the year, because it just all bleeds together. There's a Maverick City song oh, called yeah. Sufficient for You're Today. So that I was like, put You're that so on. Christian. I'm like, mm, come on, come mm. on. Let's sing it. Mm. So we'll probably sing that at church. All right. Time, but. Well, hey, let's keep going. So uh, top four sports moments. These are my opinion, but uh, I think. Uh, you better say. Yeah, I'm, I'm going thinking. to. I'm going to. You better. I'm going to. So, uh, of course, it would be my undefeated f- 
uh, coaching seasons that I had. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, <laughs> my, one of my kids, you know, eight year old, uh, his basketball team didn't lose a game. His football didn't team didn't lose a game. And his baseball team came in second place. It's pretty, the, that's yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good year. He's pretty good. Yeah, on that, he's not the best player on any of those teams though. But uh, it's the coach. It's not anyway, about being the best player. It's about true. just making sure you're on the best team. <laughs> that's true. But speaking of being the best player, I would have to say that uh, one of the top four sports moments this season had to be Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in his first year. That was pretty incredible. I will say uh, humbly because I don't care for him <laughs> because of the Buccaneers. Because he's and, so handsome and, and good at sports yeah, and, and all just that. what he did to the Falcons and the Patriots. You know, mm. it's just hard to get over that. The as Falcons a, as really have to blame themselves. They do, that. absolutely. Yeah. But okay. it's still, it stings. It stings. But yeah, I mean, the fact that he's still doing what he's doing, like he truly is incredible. Yeah, could win the Super Bowl again this year yeah, too. We'll could. see. They could, they so could do speaking it. of Atlanta, I yeah, would have to say that redemption. in the top four would be the Braves winning their World Series. It absolutely was. I know yeah. that you. It's number one. Would number yeah, one. Okay, I think number three, and I. I, I oh, and, wait, 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 we just realized that the, the Braves actually they won the World yeah, Series, yeah, yeah. and yeah, go yeah. Braves. Uh, number three, well, this is really in no particular order, uh, but would have to probably be the Olympics and the mm. fact that hardly anybody cared about them. It was sad because <laughs> it was like the 2020 Olympics in 2021, know, yeah. and it just was. You know, I think this is this is my theory about the Olympics is that it used to be so awesome because you had to tune in and mm -hmm. watch it, mm -hmm. but now it's on 24-7, and you can just kind of tune in when you want to. You can go back and watch. So there's, it's, we've kind of lost some of the – and, and it was – You know why the Olympics aren't as good? Why? Not enough communists anymore. Oh, man. So there's, there's not, not enough, enough bad guns. guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, you just want to cheer for everybody <laughs> oh, now. Yeah. Oh, Russia, they're coming out of oppression. Uh, yeah, you're, you like, you're kind of like, oh, you know, good for them. This girl's only chance. Yeah. Like, we understand the backstory <laughs> now more. Okay, and then I would have to say, and this happened recently, uh, is Curry breaking, Steph Curry breaking the all-time. That's pretty incredible. Uh, three yeah, point pretty league. awesome. Ray Allen has taken almost twice as many three-point shots mm. Or played twice as many games, sorry, as Curry has, mm. and he Curry, and Ray Allen's number two. So what's he doing with his life? If that, yeah. I mean, that's that's well, he's he's practiced so more. Oh well, yeah, he, he was Jesus. Mr. Chat game. Sorry, I don't know who yeah. he is because NBA. You never saw them? Uh, don't see that movie. So never mind. Okay, uh, let's go to politics. Ooh. All right, so these Ooh. I would say are the top four. Getting in dangerous territory. Oh, did you have anything to add to sports? Did that I? The Sports Braves guy? won the World Series. Okay. Uh, politics, I would say. And Georgia lost to Alabama yeah, again in the SEC yeah. Championship, but redemption's hey, coming. We yeah, hey, believe. hey. Okay, politics. Number one is I would have to say the January 6th Capitol attack, which is crazy Ooh. to believe that that was less than a year ago. Wow. Doesn't that seem like it was like 10 years ago? Wow, yeah. yeah. It really that does. Was a and big that deal. was very significant. Yeah, uh, significant. Revealing. Yeah, still, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have to say, and this isn't necessarily a one-time thing, but just the vaccine mandate. Mm, you that know, caused and, a lot of controversy. Yeah, it still you know, is. Yeah, yeah, it still is because I was driving just the other day uh, and there were protesters. I was <laughs> yeah. just like, I mean, not the fact, I mean, I think I am thankful that we live in a country where you can peacefully protest really anything. I think and, I only saw one church member out there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I'm one of those guys. I actually like saw, I was at the stoplight and saw it up ahead. So I got on my phone and recorded it. I Did haven't gone back. Really? Because I have I was to go like, back and see if that I wanted was who I like, Okay. That's, that kind of just tells you what kind of person. Also, they still don't know what day it was because that happens regularly in Niceville. So it could have been. <laughs> okay. Number three would just be Biden becoming president. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, certainly I would say I mean this as neutrally as I can. Basically, you know, inflation is going like crazy yeah, right now. 
uh, in in some ways in response to him being president. And and I just think that, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously anytime there's a new president, that's a significant Yeah, there's going to be changes. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then obviously, uh, and I just don't think we talk about this enough, but is the withdrawal of the troops in Afghanistan suddenly. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the effects, you know, that happened very quickly after that. Mm-hmm. So anything else you would add to that? Man, any fuel to add to the fires of those? No, those okay. are very significant events. Then uh, in the church, and I don't mean our church, even though I'm going to get there, and that'll be a good segue into our celebrations and all mm-hmm. that. Uh, just the church in general. So these are four things that I think are a big deal. Uh, I think one is, you know, statistics have shown now that 30%, that's three out of 10 uh, people are saying that they are unaffiliated with religion. Yeah, that is a huge shift. Almost a third of our country yes. is, has no religious affiliation. Yeah, and I think the shift of that number is because people who would have before answered that question as probably Christ, nominally Christian. Yes, you know, correct. Now they're yeah. much more comfortable in saying they have no faith. Yeah, absolutely. This is maybe related to that, but also not, is pretty much across the board, uh, Evangelical churches have experienced a 20 to 40% decrease mm. in average attendance yep. pre than pre-COVID. Right. Uh, we uh, are actually getting close to where we were pre-COVID, uh, but, um, you know, most churches just have not bounced back. Right. Uh, and, and lots of reasons normal. for that, but I think probably the main reason, I mean, I, I do believe there are still some people who for legitimate reason, you know, medical, you know, art engaged, but that that's a small number now. I think most is people who are here or, you know, I say here who are yeah. at church or act or part of a church kind of just uh, obligatory or not super engaged. And yeah. they just have moved on with life and I wouldn't, you know, you know, everyone's different. I'm not casting any judgment or you can't pronounce any judgment, but at the same time, it's like, I don't, they're just are like non-engaged. And so it's like, where's the heart? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of know. Uh, Number (laughs) number three, uh, I would have to say is uh, the rise and fall of Mars Hill, Mm. and just you know that that caught a lot of Christianity. That was huge by storm, and Uh, I think it. I think it was so huge because the podcast, yeah, the podcast, because it highlighted. It's one story, but it highlighted a significant movement in evangelicalism in the in the nineties and two thousands that really, uh, affects a lot of leader people who are in leadership now, but it was one story. It was kind of like a very high profile story that highlights a lot of different stories that people resonated with. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And I think there'll be residual effects to, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of what, what has been exposed and positive and negative, you Mm -hmm. know? So, and then number four, and I would probably say maybe most significantly is just the continued, um, revelations when it comes to sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. uh, in the church. I mean, you see what's happened with Hillsong and, uh, so many of their leaders stepping down because Mm of, uh, sexting and inappropriate things, not, not dealing with situations. Um, and you know, even, uh, uh, Maybe unrelated, but just, um, you know, bullying leadership from the mm-hmm. group at Piper's Church, you know, yeah. like that was, that's not really sex abuse, but kind of, kind of similar. Um, but vein. abusive environments. Yeah, abusive and then, environment. Yeah, and then, aren't held into and account, then of course, yeah. the Southern Baptist Convention, yeah. you know, actually appointing an investigation and then there being, you know, argument about whether or not yeah. we should have that the way we're going to have it. I just think um, there's a lot of attention there. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of tension there. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, the only thing I would add to that, and it's not really an event, but it's more of a theme of 2021. Uh, and we've talked about this before. Uh, there's some positives to it and also some negatives to it, but that's really just the whole, uh, I would call it, you know, is the deconstructive yeah, movement yeah, in 2021. Yeah, yeah, you're and, right, you're right. You know, and I think there, there definitely are some positives because, you know, deconstruction is just tearing down things. Right. With the goal of building them back up in a healthy, right, right way. Well, uh, West, I mean, that's the, theory, that should be the goal. Theory, but most, yeah, a lot of, yeah. lot of it is burn, maybe burn, just to burn, and you yeah. know, see. But you know, and I think that's where we want to help people as pastors is yeah. to deconstruct things right. Uh, the right way. Uh, when I say the right way, I mean dealing with the issues and then building back up that in a way that points to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. just a big. I've been no, a big you're, theme. You're right. You're sure, right. it's just like that's like a that that affects like the rise and fall march. That, yeah, that, that right. is part of it like it's right. a deconstructivist thing that's i should have said that instead of the rise and fall of march so. but it's part of it you know Gosh. but that's just that's a specific uh, so, failure yeah okay and then let's in our church why yeah in our church <laughs> uh let's talk about four things that i think are pretty significant in 2021 Woo. uh one would be alec ammons joining yeah. our team that well, was and, this year as yeah, well that Isn't happened that this year, year. Is that well and bob too like well, that's his, number two. Oh, yeah, sorry you got ahead of me sorry but i didn't realize okay. you were I, see in my list i had just staff as number one like a full thing. So oh, sorry guys. Okay. I was, that was, yeah. I, I see Alec, uh, James just ranked his favorite. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. Chronologically. There you go. Alec. Yes. Mom, alphabetically too. Alphabetically. There we yes. go. Yeah. I mean, huge for our students, both, students here and families. Yeah. yeah. Both and of Bob, uh, you know, his title is senior adults, but he does a lot of He's so people much more. stuff. He is. He's just He's a funny. Yes, he is. He is. If you Alex haven't had kind of funny. Yeah, you know. Bob's and, really funny. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't had, you know, if your paths have a, path hasn't crossed with Bob, uh, man, you need to spend some time with him. He's, yeah. he's an Anita voice on our staff team, too, and a presence, too, Agreed. which is just wonderful. Yeah, and then number three would be uh, our, which probably the average church member doesn't even care that much, but our our vote to change the definitions of our ministry leadership teams, mm. uh, creating a community outreach and evangelism ministry leadership team. So missions and community outreach evangelism were all one thing. So we've kind of separated those to focus more on engaging our church in missions and engaging our church in local outreach and evangelism. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, creating a discipleship ministry leadership team so that our pastors have more lay uh, leadership help in terms of executing uh, how we make disciples. So I think those were huge. And the number four, I would say, is we uh, saw our highest number of baptisms in a long time. And uh, we rejoice in in just the number of people who profess faith in Christ and are following him. And uh, it was a good year yeah. uh, in that regard. There's a lot of other things, but I just think those are probably the four uh, you know, mm -hmm. most significant shaping things in our church. Yeah. And I will, uh, you know, I had staff, I, I combined like one and two in the whole staff thing. And the, th the only thing that I have different or, and it's part of what you're saying is yeah. really, um, is, and it's a little less quantifiable maybe, but it's really, uh, I feel like in 2021, we took some, uh, good steps, uh, pressing into our, our mission. Uh, mm, mm. And we saw, in addition to baptisms and this realignment with our ministry teams, uh, you know, the Connect team started, which is really helping, uh, you know, Michael under his leadership and the Connect team, uh, really welcoming people, but with the goal of helping people really like, – our process of helping people get connected into the mm -hmm. body uh, in life groups, which is a huge thing. You yeah, know, I think, you know, real. we, uh, you know, we just kind of assume those things happen that people, we really want to be intentional going after people. Um, and I think, you know, 
baptisms as a result of many people in this church mm. uh, intentionally sharing their faith. You know, when we yeah, talk about I only about, did a few of those baptisms. Yeah, and we know, had, yeah. you know, and and we all we rejoice in every baptism. Yeah, uh, and I think a lot of churches, the baptisms that they have are are the highest proportion are kids who mm. are you know grow, growing up in the church, which that's awesome, and that is just as great to celebrate, mm-hmm. but they don't, they're not necessarily seeing adults baptized because of adults sharing their faith right, with neighbors, yeah. coworkers, et cetera. And we've seen a lot of, of, of adults. Uh, yeah. Baptized. It's both. And, and yeah. yeah, yeah and, and, and you know, it's just exciting. Uh, that's just an extra exciting thing, piece of it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. Personal life. What kind of, what are some things you celebrate from 2021? Um, I would say personally, uh, I besides another year working with just me. another year working alongside you, man, it's just the best. <laughs> uh, it's good. Um, I would say personally, uh, growing in faith, uh, you know, the word, hmm, you think you have, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> your evaluation, just kidding, no. yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, there's always, there's always ways I want to continue to grow and, you know, an area that I identify as a way to, that I need to grow personally in relationship with the Lord is really in contentment. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there's just a lot of things that I think we always think, and this is a, you know, year we think we, if all this changes, then I'll be content. And, and really what I think, uh, ending 2021, there's a lot of things I'm like, I just don't know these things are actually going to change next year, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's mm-hmm. uh, something with family mm-hmm. or something here, mm-hmm. uh, in work or, you know, just busyness of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Am I looking to those things to change to be content, or am I just saying, you know what? Regardless, I'm going to be content, Amen, and brother. God's going to be enough. So I think, you know, I feel like uh, growing in that, recognizing deeper, deeper my own uh, inadequacies and, and and insufficiency and need for Jesus. Um, I think just family wise, uh, seeing uh, some real. I think steps of growth in our children spiritually, uh, taking some steps of faith, some good, you know, and a lot of these are good conversations. Uh, and I think, you know, a lot of times as parents, you're, you're waiting for these like aha moments, like, and, and those do happen where it's just this definitive conversation or whatever. But what I've, what I'm learning is that it's like a lot of time and conversations. Um, and, Sometimes you can pinpoint when those things happen, and sometimes you just look back and you say, wow, I see this happening over a period of time. One of the things that we did a few years ago that I think has helped us kind of remember some of these conversations or moments with our kids uh, is I, I, we got a jar, and we keep it on the kitchen counter, and we have some paper, and when we have those, we try to write them down. Oh, nice. Whether it's just That's a funny, idea, whether it's just a funny moment, a even if it's just something funny that happens. So we, and then we, and 20, at the, at the end of at, Sometime between Christmas and New Year, we'll sit down as a family and we'll actually go through those and read those as a, it's just kind of look, look back because it's just so easy to forget a lot of good things that yeah, um, God does. Yeah. And then also, um, I'm thankful for, uh, some inroads in our neighborhood and community with relationships with neighbors and hopefully, you know, point them to Jesus. That's yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, I think for me, uh, just echoing what you said, Jesus is enough. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that. By God's grace, every year, I, I think that is more and more true in my heart. Um, and you know, there are certain things that yeah, you know, I'm very goal oriented, driven, and um, I just think you know, hey, I may never fully see some of these things happen, but Jesus is enough, and that's all right. I do think, um, wh- uh, and I have four. Uh, another would be 
And it's not the fact that I spoke at the Florida Baptist Convention, but the fact that I was speaking was just like a celebration to me of like, you know, God's faithfulness in my marriage, God's faithfulness in my family, God's faithfulness in ministry assignments. Like, it's just cool, like all that brought me there, mm-hmm. you know? So like, what it, it was an honor, of course, but like um, the reason I was doing it, you know, was mm-hmm. really the bigger thing. And so we were singing before I got up to speak. I'm like, who am I? You know, mm-hmm. like- your God's you're so good to me. Um, you know, uh, uh, number three would be our family. We, we celebrate five years fostering. We're in our sixth year fostering. Yeah. Dude, I mean, A, That's I a said I would never do that. And the fact that we've made it this far, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's just cool. And it's it's been awesome to impact the lives of, of children. Some of ways we'll never know because we mm-hmm. don't have any contact with a lot of those kids. Um, and then we just have deepen some friendships here. Yeah. Um, you know, leaving our previous church, like some friendships, like, we thought, oh, it'd yeah. just be the same, and just because we're not each in each other's lives. I mean, you you've experienced the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just not the same. And then we lost some friendships, you know, in our move, and that's maybe a whole another podcast <laughs> in six six years from now, right? But um, it's been it's been rewarding. So th- those would be the things to celebrate. So let's look forward. We've been mm-hmm. looking back a lot. We look back like a yeah. Baptist right now because right. we spent Man, almost all our time looking back. The good old days, right? the yeah. glory days, twenty twenty one. But uh, things that are exciting about 2022, yeah, things so, we're looking forward to, or challenges. What do you want to say? Let, let's talk about what are your goals, some goals for 2021 for you personally. Justin. So personally, uh, talked about growing in contentment. That's kind of a goal and walk with the Lord. Just say like, "Hey Lord, how are you?" Like it's a theme. Like how are we constantly learning this? Um, I I think. Uh, looking at goals tend to like be like, I'm going to do all this stuff. And then I'm like, I just, it's impossible. So I've set some more realistic goals in terms okay. of reading and studying and books. So and one like, book this year versus, <laughs> versus two. Last year I was like, I'm going to read two books a month. Though so this year it's, I'm going to read one book a month. Dude, if you're um, like Mark Driscoll, you could read a book a day. A day. I thought that was the most ridiculous thing you <laughs> okay. ever said. I'm yeah, like, that's anyway. dumb. Yeah. And, uh, and the fact that no one like <laughs> called him out on it, like publicly that moment. Um, that's why he and I wouldn't have been friends. Cause I would have <laughs> called him out. And he'd right. been like, you can't be around me anymore. Um, so these are, this is a little more nebulous, but um, uh, looking at like, what are the challenges looking ahead and how am I going to respond? So goal is um, I've said, and I told someone this the other day Uh-oh. that uh, life is busy and life is crazy and that's just probably not going to change. So uh, I am going to resolve to a goal is to stop when people ask like, how's it going? How are you doing? To stop saying good, just been busy. Cause I think that's so dumb. Uh, because everyone's busy and then it becomes this like, oh yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, I know. I've been so slammed. And then it's like the conversation just resolves, busy, revolves around busy, on how busy, dreadfully busy. I know. And it's so annoying. And, what song is um, that? I think it's called busy. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, but Man, we're I'm getting I, busy again. So, <laughs> so I've been trying to do this and it's actually harder in yeah. conversation because you realize how much conversation revolves around like how busy we are. Um, so that's that is a goal. True, uh, it's a badge so, of honor. Uh, next is to intentionally grow in relationships in our neighborhood, uh, in community, uh, and and then to just deepen friendships. Uh, you know, that's you know, I think that's always a struggle. Yeah, one is the struggle for all guys, especially the stage of life. You know, because uh, we're two, so busy. <laughs> I know, because we're so busy. But also, uh, you know, in ministry too, it's just it can be weird. So yeah, it can. Be. Um, Talk about goals. your personal Why, goals. Justin? You I thought you'd like never ask. No, I have four. Oh, I stuck sweet. with four. The Go. theme Way of four. To go. 
you know, I, I had a goal to lose more weight this year. I didn't do it. I, I wouldn't say that I like had a net loss or anything. And I'm again, healthy, but I, you, you know, guys can, you can go back through old videos of boggy talk or and, see, and just see like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just to continue to work on being healthy, mm -hmm. healthy, healthy lifestyle. Um, Number two would be just there's some family direction. It's too mm -hmm. much to talk about, but just schooling, what the long term plan is. Uh, just there's there's some things in our home. I'm like we need to set better rhythms. Part of yeah. it's just you know big family, so busy, um, but uh, we need to set better rhythms. I should finish school this year, so yeah. that would be exciting. That would be number three, and then number four is you know I take on this volunteer role as coordinator for the Emerald Coast Church Network, mm -hmm. uh, so that's like kind of coordinating ministry for uh, area Baptist churches, and um, I need to figure out what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Well, it's kind of and not to be, but it's like there there wasn't maybe a a lot of direction. There was direction, but there was yeah. So you're kind of like picking up the reins of this and trying to give it direction a little yeah, more. Direction. Yeah, yeah. What what, it, what is, I think the guy before me like established kind of the pattern, but then it's like, okay, what is this actually going to look like? Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. I think that, and it's not really about leveraging, I don't know fully. Yeah, yeah. leveraging, oh, there's some great churches in this area and like all working together for the common yeah, goal. What is that yeah. goal? Yeah. And, right. I mean, right, the goal is the gospel. Right. And, uh, yeah. But you know, what does it look like specific? What about for our church? What are your goals in the church? Uh, really, uh, you know, looking forward to this year, uh, one of the things Lord willing, the COVID stays, doesn't rise again. Um, you know, is our engagement globally in missions? Yes. I'm very excited about that. Some uh, trips we have planned for 2022, looking ahead to 2023. Um, and really, I, part of that's uh, because we want to go and we want to serve some of the partners that we already have. We want to figure out what's the next step. Uh, and then really to grow that heart in um our, our church, our, and I would say yeah, grow that heart, not that it's not existent, but to really fan that flame uh, because that is a piece of discipleship as well. Um, and then also with the new community outreach and evangelism, MLT, really uh, figuring out strategically how we are um, – one, engaging our people. Our people are engaging in sharing their faith, but also really engaging our community uh, mm -hmm. and and strategically engaging mm -hmm. our community. Uh, this church has a long history of doing great things and, you know, in this community and is known for that. And so what we're saying, kind of like uh, with the Emerald Coast Network, there's been all these great things. Now, how do we really give it the direction it needs so it just is the most? And that's the question you're asking in any kind of level yeah. leadership. Like, there's great things. So how do we leverage this for the greatest impact mm -hmm. uh, in our community? Uh, because we we love what God's doing here at Church on Bayshore, and we want to see more people know Jesus. Uh, not just we, not just grow a church, but build the kingdom. And so a piece of that is how we're engaging our community. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I think those are probably the two biggest plans. You know, of course, want to continue to see uh, things happen in worship ministry and, you know, growth there and, you know, passion, zeal uh, in our services and those things. So, yeah, yeah, though, I think that's <laughs> – uh, I have four. I don't have anyone in mind or anyone's facial yeah. expressions in mind when I say Gosh, that. I really don't. Anyway, we're, <laughs> another a, podcast. Another we're coming podcast. up with all kinds of podcast topics. Uh, so, uh, yeah, ministry leadership teams, we talked about that. We have the new community outreach industry leadership team. I like to see them really get rolling. Missions 
doesn't have to worry about community outreach anymore. I mean, you know what I mean? In yeah. terms of strate- mm-hmm. strategy, so they They're can really focus on dial that. In, yep. And then discipleship to really get rolling, what it's men's and women's ministry look like, all those things. Uh, that's all one, just so you know. Uh, number two mm-hmm. would be, um, I, you know, I'm kind of, I would say the driver in our engagement with church planting mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the state and nation. And so, you know, really in revitalization. So part of that is in my ECCM role, but also some other relationships is really beginning to explore. Okay. Hey, Anchor Church, you know, in 2023, we'll be in year three, the giving amounts going down um, each year. So like we have some more resources to, to do that. So who is God leading us to partner with? So really discovering yep. that. Uh, number three is I would say uh, we kind of started this in before COVID and then COVID, you know, really put a damper on it, but is really multi-generational or intergenerational mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. Um, that's actually what my doctorate project is on. So and I really want to do something with it. I have to do something <laughs> with it to get, get to pass. So and what so, you're saying is uh, we're just kind of like your test. You're guinea just pig test guinea pig. No, no, I <laughs> really, kidding. that's why I chose that is I want us to do well, that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so our church is so great. If younger people don't get engaged the way that our older generation is in 10 years, we're not going to be healthy Mm -hmm. uh, because who's going to, who's going to give, who's going to serve, who's going to, you know, so we we really got to see our younger generation older learning from the older generation. But I also think some of our older generation will understand more the decisions we're making and direction we're going when they get around younger families more. So that'd be number three. And then number four, um, you know, it's just, I've got to grow as a leader. I have to, I have to be a better preacher. I have to be a better uh, collaborative leader. I have to be uh, just better at, you know, casting vision. I, I, I am hitting a ceiling and practically speaking, you know, the church, I mean, God's grace is big, but um, you know, and my worth isn't tied to this, but I mean, it's, this is my full-time job. So I need to be growing as a leader right, do, yeah. uh, to really help us accomplish all the things the Lord is calling us to do. So that would be that. So, yeah. yeah. So what do you think looking ahead? Like those, we've got great goals and I think uh, our, our leadership, our staff shares in these, these, these things as well. What do you think are the greatest challenges to these goals for the church? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, consumer Christianity, I mean, it's just alive and well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the larger your church, the, the easier it is to just kind of come and, you know, be a spectator. Um, and I think that, uh, we can't have that. I mean, you know, and, and we can't ever feel like, okay, you know, we've arrived here, you know, until we get to heaven. And I think that people kind of think that way, like, Mm -hmm. okay, okay. Kids ministry is really important. So I'll do that for a year. Okay. Now I'm done. You know, and then they don't do it again for five years. And it's like, we've done a good job of recruiting kids ministry volunteers, but now we're hitting 180 kids again yeah, you know, on Sunday morning. We're not hitting kids, by the way. We're, <laughs> we're having 180 the number, kids. The number, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So because we don't want to have volunteers who are hitting kids, we need great volunteers. <laughs> we need great yeah. volunteers. Uh, so, um, you know, that just requires more buy-in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that, and then, yeah, what? Why? why is there, you know, in worship and just in so many things, this lack of enthusiasm, um, you know, I just feel like people aren't preparing. Like the gathering is a reflection of our lives. And I think a part of the reason the gathering can feel like we're just going through the motions sometimes mm-hmm. is because people are. are just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're busy. I think it's, I mean, dude, yeah. we're so busy. So like, you know, for me, I'm like, how do I get families to stop being so busy? You know, first of all, be an example there, but, uh, you know, and, and think of others and serve others, you know, I, I so that, mm-hmm. yeah. And then again, I think engaging our younger families, I think we need some more women 
in leadership, mm-hmm. uh, with Great. voice. Uh, you know, I mean, I hold to a biblical view of leadership in the church where, you know, the role of pastor is reserved uh, for men, but that doesn't mean that women shouldn't be these strong voices in the church. And so figuring out how to do that without creating disunity, I think is, is something I'm trying to, mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's like, that's not a that's, downplay <laughs> great women in our church. Yeah, no, there just need to be some visible leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, so. And that's shepherding. That's shepherding yeah. the church. Uh, like figuring out what that looks like is shepherding is, um, yeah, I agree with all those things. And I think, and I to that is that, you know, anytime there's, there's movement for, this isn't just in a church, this is any organization, this is in our personal lives too. Like we move towards a, a way, like we kind of like long for what we've maybe had to give up, uh, to get there. And I think, uh, you know, one of the, and this isn't just our church. This is so many churches who said, you know, one of the benefits of COVID is that it refocused us as a church on the things that were important. And we, right. you know, we dropped a lot of things that it maybe weren't the most healthy. And we, you know, our tendency is like to start picking the, all those things back up. So we've got this new focus, but then we start picking up everything else that was keeping us off focus because right. we, you know, and so I think it's, we as a church can be reflective of busyness, you know, as, as a collective people, not just busy, busy in our own individual individual lives, but we're like, we're doing this and we're doing this and we're doing this and we're doing this. We have all these programs and all these things. Those things can all also take us away from the focus of, yeah. you know, our mission. And so I think that's a challenge and that's more of a, something that we as leaders have to guard against and protect yeah. and, and really disciple into our people and, and, and leadership, uh, you know, our lay leaders in the church. Yeah. And I, and I think like, you know, we'll have our vision night. We have prayer night this upcoming Sunday night, and then we'll have our vision night in February. And we're kind of talking about like what we're trying to get done and goals we have. Mm-hmm. And and yet at the same time, like you want to be, you want to have the DNA uh, that Jesus has called us to have. And so I think, you know, for every church, our size specifically, you know, I think that's, that's something you wrestle with is like, how do we ensure we have the right DNA, but also press forward mm. and, you know, asking God really, Hey, you help control the seasons of growth so that we aren't getting ahead of where our DNA can take us. And, and I think that's yeah. true of all our personal lives. And actually, mm-hmm. I think, you know, beginning next week, we're going to, that's what we're going to be talking about in yeah. our new Boggy Talk series called Resolve. Resolved. We are resolved to be yeah, resolved. But I think everybody like, you know, hey, Im- Im- image doesn't matter, but it does. Mm-hmm. And working hard doesn't make your worth and it's not valuable, but it's You're important. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and so I think, Wow, those those are some real boggy. Those issues. are, yeah, and I think yeah. it's a great way to start twenty twenty two. That's why we call uh, it boggy talk. Yeah, so so I, anyway, I, I kind of gave a plug, but for for me, I think it's constantly managing that tension, mm-hmm. you know, of of being who we should be, right. while doing what God has called us to do as a church and then on an individual level. That is good. So uh, yeah, we hope you'll tune in these next few weeks as we begin that uh, resolve. Just talking about the, that tension. There are problems to solve and there are tensions to manage. So how do we manage that tension of of these things. Uh, and really, you know, it's talking about all these goals and all these desires. It, here's what it comes back. It all comes back to Jesus. Amen. You know, we come back, it just comes back to the gospel. This is why uh, we evaluate. This is why we look ahead. And this is why we say, you know, I just, just go back to always in scripture. You know, he is the God who can do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to him is powerless. The power that is at work with us in Christ Jesus. And I think that's the goal It's Jesus. We want him to be glorified. Um, and so, yeah, let's press into that. Amen. What would you add to that? I would add that you're a great co-host, Jesse. Oh, you're a great co-host. Uh, and that's why 
it's so boggy up in here. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's also boggy because the humidity in this building is just really bad. It is. Uh, it's the table sweats sometimes. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, uh, thanks for thanks for looking back, walking down a little 2021 memory lane with us. Thanks for looking ahead. And hey, we want to hear what you're thinking for 2022. Uh, what are your goals? How can we walk alongside you? How can we pray for you? How can we support you? And how can you uh, really uh, leverage your life uh, for the kingdom in 2022? Amen. That's the question. And saying, Lord, this is the, all that's in front of me is unknown. You know it all. Let me join what you're doing. So that's the prayer. Uh, join us next week as we kick off Resolve. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to just figure every every issue out with a lot of clarity, and uh, it'll be super. So have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat. 